Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, the guys reveal the things they dislike women doing during sex. And what do they think women hate? We'll also talk about penis dysmorphia. Why is it that... Uh, men uh, or many men seem so insecure about their size. These and other things that the guys panel will address. But first, time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514 800. Remember, you can always email me to laurie at drlaurie.com as I got this one. Hello, I love your show and congratulate you for being on air on CJD for 20 years. I love your website where you have archived past CJD shows in podcast form. Uh, and then it goes on to talk a little bit about something else. I have a question for you on transgender people. Do transsexual people who undergo sex change sometimes miss their old sex and want to go back to their original sex? I asked this because we were discussing this at work during a lunch break. So you mean do they miss their old gender rather than the old, the other way that they were uh, engaging in sex? So I'll... I'll Look, look at both of those things. Um, for the most part, very few uh, regret it and want to reverse it. I'll, I personally have seen maybe one, two uh, instances where somebody wanted to go back uh, and, and reverse their sex change operation, which, by the way, is very difficult to do. Um, in terms of uh, sexual pleasure, I think that... Uh, like before they undergo a sex change, they are very aware that it's going to affect the way they uh, they experience sexual pleasure. So for a man who, um, you know, uh, ends up with a vulva, for example, although we use the, there's erectile tissue that's used to create the vulva. So there is sensation, but it may not be as it was before. So there's, they, for them, it's more important to live as the, uh, as the gender they feel inside than, than it is about uh, the sexuality. So uh, I would say that not too many, or at least not that I know of, regret going through, um, through the surgery. All right, here's another question on the text board. Do swinger communities attract psychopaths and sociopaths, Dr. Lori? And then they give me a quote uh, that comes from somewhere. Uh, quote, the boyfriend displays typical psychopathic characteristics because he falsely displays deep emotion toward the relationship. In reality, he's less concerned with his girlfriend's depression than making sure she's, she's clueless about the other women's existence. In the romance department, psychopaths have an ability to gain your affection quickly, disarming you with words, intriguing you with grandiose plans. If they cheat, you'll forgive them, and one day when, they're, when they've gone too far, they'll leave you with a broken heart and an empty wallet. By then, they'll have a new player for the game. True, but what does this have to do with people who are in the swingers community? So as, as far as I know, and the studies have shown that have looked at people who are in open types of relationships, consensual non-monogamous relationships, are actually are uh, just as healthy psychologically and sometimes more so in different aspects than uh, like vanilla people. So no, they do not attract psychopaths and sociopaths. Does that mean that there aren't any psychopaths or sociopaths that manage to get their way into the swinger community or convince 
a partner that this is what they want? Of course, but just like any uh, in in any relationship, right? So the, this being a psychopath or sociopath in a relationship comes with a whole lot more than um, just wanting to have you know extramarital sex or. But again, in swingers, it's consensual non-monogamy. This quote talks about hiding secret other relationships. Um, what average of sperma, sperm per ejaculation does the number decrease with age? So it's uh, millions. I don't have the exact number off the top of my uh, of my head, but millions, 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 millions. Um, and yes, it does decrease with age. The motility also decreases, so the sperm can be a lot slower, and there are uh, less of these uh, active. Uh, sperm. But look, 80-year-olds uh, have been known to impregnate and have, uh, and, and have fathered uh, children much later in life. So that, uh, that does happen, right? So there's still, uh, you can still uh, impregnate. But there are studies now looking at the quality of sperm as well as they age. And there are links that look at father's age uh, and, uh, and autism, for example. So that's one thing. So it's not just maternal age, but also paternal age might make a difference in terms of, uh, um, uh, you know, if there's any risky pregnancy or, uh, some anomaly. Uh, speaking of pregnancy, I was just wondering, I don't know if I answered this. Oh, I might've answered this. It was safe for a pregnant woman to have sex. So just to answer quickly, just in case I didn't answer it, yes, it is safe for a pregnant woman to have sex uh, unless her doctor tells her otherwise. Which orgasm is better, oral or vaginal? Can anyone actually answer that? Which one is better? An orgasm is an orgasm is an orgasm. And it's not a question of whether it's a vaginal or clitoral orgasm because it really comes from the same from the same place. It's all it all has to do with clitoral stimulation just depending on which part of the clitoris is being stimulated. The clitoris is not just that little knob that you can feel or massage with your finger or a tongue. There's an internal structure as well that some women can feel from internal uh, internal stimulation as well. So uh, there's really no, there's not one that is better. I'm not even, I wouldn't even say that there are two different kinds of orgasms. But within a single woman, for example, uh, you can have many different uh, kinds of, or not kinds, but uh, different intensities of orgasms through throughout a, a lifetime, throughout a week, throughout a day. It could be different every single uh, every single time. Some might be more powerful, some less powerful, and that's all um, all part of normal. Hi, Lori. Love your show. I'm too shy to call, but I have a question. I have a small penis when not erect. What is the normal size of a relaxed penis? Once erect, it is still small, but works. So there's actually, it's very interesting, there's no normal size of a relaxed penis. It's not because, have you, as men, ever experienced uh, shrinkage? You know, when your body is cold, 
Uh, when you come out of cold water, for example, uh, there might be some shrinkage. So at which point do you measure it? When you pull on it and, and have a, a little semi-erection? Look, you can't really measure that. So all measurements that have been done are on erect penises. But do know this, that uh, the an erection is known as the great equalizer. I've said this before on the show. If you have a small um, penis when it's in its relaxed state and you get an erection, it might be just as big, in, just as big in terms of an, the erect penis, as the, the guy next to you who has a four-inch uh, penis when it is flaccid or uh, relaxed. So they both come out to, to look about the same uh, length. The average penis size is between five and five and a half inches when erect. So that's uh, important to know. Coming up, we've got uh, the Boys Club. And let me just uh, share with you a couple of things. Uh, so if you attended our 20th anniversary party, you saw that the famous Eric Wad did a painting, a live painting on stage. Uh, he did a beautiful painting, like a kind of erotic uh, painting, which is now up for auction until next Monday. So if you are interested in looking at the painting, possibly purchasing the painting, it's a silent auction. On, so you have to just post your bid on the on my page. Go to the Dr. Lori Batito page, and then you can uh, you can bid there. Again, we'll close that uh, next Monday. Coming up, we'll find out what guys hate that women uh, do during sex, and we'll see what they think women don't like that men do during sex. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. The Boys Club did, will discuss tonight uh, the things they hate women do during sex and what do they think um, that women hate that men do during sex. We'll talk about that and we'll get the other side too from Benson because <laughs> that might not be fitting. Uh, Benson Cook joins us in studio. Of course, you hear him on CJD. He's a reporter and newscaster here. Stephen Drulis, who is the chef and owner of Restaurant Vivaldi, and Josh Goldman, my uh, one of my coaches at 360 Punch. Uh, hey, everybody. So good to have you here. All right. First things first, I saw this article and I said, you know what, let's talk about this. Uh, the This was called The Top 10 Things That Men Hate Women Doing During Sex. And I wanted to know, before I read out some of these things, what, in, you know, what comes to your mind? What do you, like, okay, maybe hate is a strong word, but what do you dislike? Would you be able to share? Or what do you think men dislike in general? It doesn't have to be you. It could be what, you could speak for men. So, which one are we doing first? Go no. that one. The men. What do men that what do they hate women doing during sex? Well, I uh, when you get a little too comfortable with your partner, and there's a TV on in the room, and you catch them watching TV during. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I don't like that at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that wouldn't work. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, uh, Josh? I think about one you? of the biggest things might be like. Trying to come off too strong and then be like, baby, slow down, like, slow down, like, look me in the eyes, you know, like. Oh, too much may talking, too maybe much Maybe too of much, that. yeah, slowing it down too much, maybe. Actually, that's on the list. 
the slowing it down too much yeah (laughs) Uh, benson i don't know if there's anything i mean from the gay perspective i mean that that second one i that that's that's that that is a a thing that happens when there's two men too that can be (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, for sure the the talking thing about it okay so that's also something so i wanted just to share some and then you can talk about it uh lying back like a dead starfish (laughs) do you think of that one Uh, screaming and moaning like a porn star. I thought guys would would like that. No. Yeah, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. No, <laughs> no complaints on that. Unless, that's okay. Unless too. it's obviously phony. Yeah. When well, it sounds put on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it sounds too porny, no. Like if it sounds like yeah, you know, I mean, if it sounds fake, like that, if it sounds like you're trying to sound like a porn star, that's very obnoxious. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Somebody <laughs> says when when the partner says, "Can't we just lay here and hold each other?" Oh, that's Another, for after. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Greg go. says, "You know what I hate about women when they're having sex when they leave." <laughs> uh, suggest watching porn together, then they get jealous. I don't know if that's ever happened where your partner may be open to something, but then they're like, they start to freak out over yeah. something. You know, I don't know if that's something. No, I haven't been there, so no, no it doesn't work for you. Okay, scratching his back like a crazed cat. Might be something I don't know. Backstab. How how does the geometry of that even work? Is my question. Well, <laughs> here, you Reaching know. around, yeah. yeah, scratching the back. You know, <laughs> this one I actually liked. Um, you know how women women tend to be quite self conscious. So men apparently do not like when women are self conscious about their wobbly bits. It says your men want women to enjoy sex. If you've gotten to the point where you're doing the deed. It's pretty safe to say that the guy you're with likes you and he's not going to care if you haven't recently shaved your legs or have one boob slightly bigger than the other. Own your body and your imperfections. Because women do get uh, pretty self-conscious about this and especially as we get older, things droop, whatever. So you know, women who get back into the dating scene or uh, they they feel self-conscious but they think that that's what you're looking at or that's what you're thinking about i think i'm pretty much on record a lot on this show saying that i always find women are more self more self-conscious about it than the men are you know like than men are towards we're, them we're less picky yeah we're, we're you know we don't nitpick the way they about them the way they nitpick they, about themselves that's yeah. Yeah. quite true like you wouldn't necessarily notice oh gee she's got one boob just a touch bigger than the other or something like that god no it always goes back to like the the big boob issue i find uh Women want breast augmentations thinking that men like it sometimes. Right. Where they'd be surprised how many men are not obsessed over it. Well, right. I think that that's true of all people, too. Because, I mean, I, I, I've i certainly been with men who have been very uh, self-conscious oh. about, you know, the way that they, you know, a certain element of them appears or or, uh, or something else. And, and, and nine times out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten, the other, you know, the other person just doesn't right. care. Especially, I think, in the, in the gay community, too, there's a high... There's a high body value. dysmorphia yeah, is such a, lo- a problem. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of body dysmorphia. And yeah. I think that I think people I've talked to other to men who have said like there's a pre- more of a pressure even to be buff, to look a certain way. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If, do you notice I was that? Gonna Josh, say, I think that's that? everywhere now. I think like yeah. in the fitness world also you see it like a uh, like bodybuilding kills people like mentally. Like, oh, my God, I did that for two years. It, it's like it takes a for hundred percent, and I did it coming from already like a wellness background, just to like check it out and like try to actually do it because it bothered me so much, and I'm so about trying to like step out my comfort zone. But you see it; it just like takes souls because like you become so obsessed with just like this is now what's most important to me, yeah. which like right. you can see just by looking at the media. Looking at too much media makes you right. think like you always have to go outside yourself. You're not special. You have to make yourself feel special, look better, be 
So if your focus is just on that, you're losing sight of the actual moment and what you need. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and the problem specifically in the gay community, too, is that it, you know, it's further compounded by the fact that the thing that you want to look like is also the thing that you want to have sex with. Right. You know, they're they're one and the same. And so it becomes aspirational. And then it just it just becomes this negative feedback loop in this, right. in this vicious cycle. Oh, the world we live in. Oh, the world we live in. Uh, another thing that men don't like that women do uh, is only doing it in the missionary position. So it sounds like, <laughs> I don't know. Steve, you're, you're like, well, I'm okay with that. Well, no, I just, I, I, I've never only done it in the missionary right, position. Yeah, so not a, yeah. I haven't been in that situation. Well, I suppose yeah. if your partner only wanted to do it yeah. in that position, it might be a problem. I think that goes back to the same thing of like, look at me in the eyes, like always, like that's like that vibe of just wanting that next level connection more than like the physical, but. Uh, that's speaking like from a guy's yeah. perspective. Sometimes you just want the physical. Exactly. Okay. There is something to be said for a certain amount of variety, though, because I mean, I don't have, I've never experienced that issue with missionaries specifically, but I have been with people who are like really into like a single position and only want to have sex mm-hmm. that way. And it, to me, it just like there's a certain amount of variety that gets lost there. You know, mm-hmm. like it, 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 so it's you less would interesting. Want more. Yeah. Right. Well, the sport is fun. Another <laughs> another thing that uh, they mentioned in this article is making no effort to look sexy. So yeah. men do not like women who don't make an effort. And I guess this is why the lingerie business is so big, where men are often buying women their lingerie. They don't even let the women buy their own lingerie. They're, it's the men going out saying, wear this for me, wear this for me. It's really a gift to them. It's not really a gift for the woman. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm talking as a woman. You're, you know, you're going to buy what you like for yeah. your partner, not what she likes or what she's comfortable with. Think about it. Well, I mean, I I try to pick something out that she'd be comfortable wearing as a gift. Yes, obviously I'm going to like it as well. But uh, but in terms of like sexy stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm hilarious when it comes to lingerie. Like I've never why? understood that. What do you mean? I would never buy a woman lingerie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why would I want something on you? Like the goal is to see you like butt naked. Like <laughs> I'm serious. So like, you want nothing. You're, you're like, like, I'm good with nothing. Let your body out. Like I don't, I never understood that. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, see, it's interesting. There's, there's, Every different there's no cultural. <laughs> there's no cultural equivalent to that like, in my world in either. World, right? no, That's right? not a thing. No, I'm not buying you like underwear or anything. That's not a thing I'm doing. It's your job. Exactly. You can dress yourself. <laughs> little side job. <laughs> but that's big business though, right? Yes, People yes. are like it a is. lot of these companies are trying to sell to men Showcase to yourself. to buy, well, to buy for for women like uh, Valentine's yes. Day or like things like that. But yeah, no. Uh, and the last one which I can totally understand that men don't like is acting like you've done him a favor. Mm. And you know, women off, well, it happens often enough where women feel like they have to or they, it, it, it ends up being more like a chore, so they're not really into it. They're doing it just to kind of shut him up or, or whatever it is. And by like the most of the guys that I've spoken to really hate that. They, they don't want to do it if it's not for you to get pleasure. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'll pick that off in about five seconds, and if, if she's not into it, I'm done. Right. So My enjoyment work. comes from seeing her enjoyment. Mm-hmm. So if it's not there, right. don't do me any favors. You're not doing me any favors. <laughs> right. What do you think, Josh? I think I got lost up in the question. I was too busy. Uh, <laughs> I think I got lost up in that <laughs> Acting one. like you've done uh, him a favor. Like if your partner feels, if you After feel sex, like you're, we're no, about no, no. If you feel like your partner's doing it just for you, you know, like a chore. 
Oh, I don't mind. Depends what the chore is. Oh, I don't that's mind. Why, no, that's I think that's why I got caught up. Me, I'm here thinking, I'm like, You're depends thinking what all it, chores? It depends what we're talking about. Sex as a chore. Sex as a chore. Um, a couple of textures here. Uh, I didn't like it when one of my girlfriends told me to talk dirty to her. Uh, and she didn't like it when I told her about the pile of laundry in the other room. Yeah, nobody's going to like that one. Um, I like the lights on as well as my glasses so I can see. And maybe your partner doesn't like you to have your glasses on. Uh, it, another text writes, it seems to be the whole lingerie thing conflicts with the supposed idea that men don't care if the women are self-conscious. The men obviously want the women to look good. I think they they want the effort to be put into it. I think that's, uh, you know, I think guys would want some effort, but is it the most important thing? No. Well, it's um, like you can show effort so many different ways and so many different, like, yeah, that too. avenues, right? Like performance. That's it. Well, again, performance. <laughs> Men are caught up on performance. What do you think it is that women hate men doing during sex? I sometimes wonder in the past if uh, I was trying too hard. You know, you're not always going to get a woman off, especially at the beginning, you know, until mm-hmm. you get to know her. And I wonder if I, I doubt, I, I question sometimes whether I should have just like, all right, just finish up, been going too long, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. well, and not talking about it, maybe that was would be a problem, yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any, Josh, any no. other things? You don't think any, can't think of anything that women would hate. Can't think of anything. Oh, okay, again, like, they say, like, some, I feel like a lot of women say they hate that, for example, she's, she's, for all you who can't see, she's doing the head bob gesture, pushing the head <laughs> Pushing down. her head towards yeah. your penis, come yeah, on. Yeah. Women do not like that. I feel like a lot of them, like, do, but they don't want it, or, like, they know, like, some of them, like, okay, if, obviously, if you do it too much and you're hurting the head off, okay, of course, of course. Well, no, be honest, just but... the act of it, hmm. just the, just, it, it. There's a, a pressure to that. And I'm not talking about the physical pressure. There's something. But I don't know. In the gay community, uh, I don't that have, Well, that I was just going to say, I've never, uh, like, when people have done that to me before, I've never found it to be particularly bothersome. But I definitely, I, I also think that I've only ever experienced that in, like, a, uh, when I was having sex with someone who uh, I really trusted. Right. And I, I, I think that my opinion would be different if it were with someone I, I didn't have that relationship with. Coming up, we'll talk to the guys about uh, penis dysmorphia. Why are men so insecure about their sizes? From the pleasure and the politics to the hang ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that penis dysmorphia is a real thing. The guys discuss this and other topics coming up. Uh, Benson Cook joins us. He is a CJD reporter, newscaster here. Uh, Stephen Droulis, who is a uh, chef and the owner of Restaurant Vivaldi. And Josh Goldman, who's a fitness and nutrition coach with 360 Punch. I see him every morning, of course. (laughs) Uh, So I want to talk about this penis thing. First of all, penis dysmorphia. What is that? It's yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you can imagine what it is. It's kind of it's about it's like it's body dysmorphia, but related to uh, the penis. And it isn't simply just wishing your penis was bigger. It's it's much more about being preoccupied with it and you know examining it and thinking it's defective and and like really 
focused on that, uh, well, you know, usually it's size, causes a lot of distress, leads to men like compulsively measuring themselves, uh, sometimes avoiding dating, avoiding social uh, relationships, spending a ton of money on penis enlargement whatevers that they, they find online, which of course do not work, so it only increases the anxiety. But as you know, and you've been listening to this show for a while now, these penis questions, enlargement questions, size questions come up multiple times a week. So I know it's something that men are concerned about. So Benson, in the gay community, the guys, do do you get a sense that this is something like... Tell me, what is it yeah, about I mean, I, size? I, I think that it, it's particularly notable when, you know, you are talking about a relationship with two men because you literally have something else to compare it to, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you're literally <laughs> looking at someone else's penis, you know, when you're having sex with them. And that, right. that is that is significant. You know, I mean, I, I uh, you know, you, you can't help but, but, but compare. But I do think that that actually in some ways helps. Uh, weirdly, because you do get a bit more perspective on that everyone else also has an average size penis. Right. You know? Unless <laughs> and, you have the odd outlier, right? right? of course, right. of course. And you do come across that. But I, I think that it, you know, you do kind of, I mean, I think that I have a better sense than, than, than the average straight man does that turns out a lot of penises just kind of look the same. You know, I mean, this is a thing when you're on like, when you're Surprise. on a, when you're on a, when you're on a dating app, you know, like so many people introduce themselves by like sending them a picture of your penis. I mean, I don't want to see a picture that it looks exactly like all of the other ones that I've seen, basically, you know, it's not something that I find interesting so at that Not point. all that shocking to yeah, you, but it kind of desensitizes sh- you, but there are still people that are really, really sensitive about it. Uh, I, uh, listen, I get sent dick pics occasionally and I get really <laughs> turned sure off do. by that. I'm like, Oh, don't sure do that. Do. Like, and yeah. maybe because, you know, I'm not as exposed, yeah. right? It's like, it does, it's like, I don't want to see this, you know? Uh, I don't want to see this one. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know if like there's it, it, exposure like you're saying, right? So I'm 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was 12, 13 or growing up, we'll say internet porn was not readily available the That's way it right. is now. That's right. right. I played a lot of sports. Okay. And Locker I probably, rooms. I probably showered with God knows how many men uh, in my life. And yeah, you're going to see it all, right? So do you and look like, do guys look at each other? Of course everybody looks. I mean, like, uh, I mean, there's not, a, there's not a long stare. That'd be a little awkward, right? You know, right. but uh, <laughs> everyone wants to see where, the, where, where, where they measure up. What they're working with. But, but it, it, exactly what Benson Except just said. It's so unfair because you don't see erect penises, you see flaccid penises. I'm like, what does it even matter? I like, do. You know, locker room. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, besides you. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, even in the locker room, any guy who's coming out of hockey, jockstrap, comes off. He puts his towel on. He'll adjust it a bit before he goes in there. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pulling on it to, to make it I mean, you don't necessarily need to pull on it. But he's going to make sure it's not like uh, that Seinfeld episode where it's like complete shrinkage, <laughs> shrinkage right? Shrinkage, you know? right. Which, is, yeah. which happens to men. Yeah. So yeah. if you happen to be on a shrinkage day yeah. uh, or you're cold or whatever it is mm-hmm. and you got to be in the locker room, that yeah. could be, I guess, embarrassing yeah. or you're but, self-conscious about it. But after X amount of time, you've, you know, you grew up, you've seen so many. I, I can think of maybe one time being in a locker room and we were – Probably like this was beer league now. We're probably like 20, 21 years old, and it was one of my brother's teams. And I walked into the room just to like I don't know, bring them some beer or something. Mm-hmm. And I saw this one guy, and I'm like, oh my god, that like that was like hung like a horse or <laughs> well, small like a. Well, everyone pointed it out because uh, everyone saw my yeah. It was uh, it was like it was it was like 
Mortgage. Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. And basically, as soon as I walked in, everybody pointed it out. You know, okay. he was used to it, obviously. You know, but right. But 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 for the most part, I, for me, it's tough to understand how people. Uh, what's the word? Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. Yeah. I feel bad for them. You know, right. anyone who's got any kind of condition like that. But I mean, I wonder if it, I, I wonder if I don't know if age has anything to do with it. But it's a psychological condition. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not yeah. real. It's not yeah. that it's based on anything yes. real. Josh, what are you thinking? I was just gonna say it to the complete opposite. It's so funny you say that locker room talk. I remember being a kid, like 16, 17, and seeing the opposite, like seeing like the men with the tiniest penis I've ever seen in my life, like, and they're all just there, like feet up, just like talking, and Not it's all, caring. and it's all, at that time I was like, yo, I don't understand, like if I was this man, like I'd be like trying to, like, <laughs> like I would never do, I couldn't, <laughs> and as a kid, I'd be, I, and then re- later on in life, I understood, it's like really at that age, it's more so just that self, I don't care, like you know, especially performance wise, I think it always goes back to feeling good for like what it's used for. It's not used to show other guys. And it's as you used get older, you pleasure women. Right. If you pleasure women with it, right. super good, and women are be- like begging you for more of it. Who cares if a guy looks at it and goes like, I don't like the way your dick looks. Who cares? Can we say dick penis? <laughs> Run air. You're allowed. You're allowed. Uh, do you think uh, that women care? Because all these guys who really are concerned about their penis size, it always makes me wonder, like, wh- why are you concerned? It works. It works for you. It's functional. You can still have sex. You can do all that. Why are you so worried about it? And, and I'm thinking, is it because you think women really care that much? I mean, unless it's a... Uh, you know, a, a, a tiny lipstick size that's different, or remarkably you know? large, because or, that is also a problem. Large. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> and I've and I've actually had uh, questions from men who yeah. are uh, particularly large who have a hard time finding partners who scare away yes. uh, partners. Like I'm not going near that. Like that is way too big. Uh, so there is that side, mm-hmm. and I've seen the suffering of of these men. Believe it or not, so I, was like, I wouldn't want to be one of them. You know exactly. So thinking of that, like you know, you want to put it into some perspective. But again, most people are more or less average. That's why it's called an average size. So women don't, for the most part, don't really care. I guess like also, but like a. A power thing, almost, you know, like uh, I got like really big like hands. a masculine thing. I got yeah, a masculine. Uh-huh. I got really big hands. It gets pointed out a lot, you know, and and do people make jokes? Ooh, big hands. Yeah, big yeah, all, okay. all the time. <laughs> and, and, you know, but reactions you get from women, you know, then you see how the way the men react to the women reacting to my hands. Yeah, it boosts your ego a bit. Yeah, a so bit. it boosts. I don't really care, but you feel like it a little bit. Yeah, even though it might be, it might not actually be a reflection. I'm not asking you specifics. Don't worry. <laughs> no need to share. Go that far. <laughs> uh, TMI. <I> don't know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit TMI. Uh, coming up, let's talk about uh, something that's a, uh, sometimes a contentious issue, and it's the watching of porn. When a when your partner watches porn, or you watch porn, and your partner is very um, unhappy with it, or has a very negative reaction to it. So I want the guys to discuss this. Uh, in studio with me tonight, we have uh, Benson Cook, Stephen Drulis, and Josh Goldman uh, in studio for our boys club. If you want uh, to know something from a guy's perspective, you have a question for them, feel free to send it along at 514-800. So coming up, we'll talk about uh, what happens when your partner watches porn and it becomes this contentious issue.
Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. The Boys Club tonight, Benson Cook, Stephen Drewlis, and Josh Goldman. We are talking about penis size. Actually, this person brings up a good point. My question is why dysmorphia in men is treated as a punchline for a joke, and with women it must be treated with compassion, empathy, and seriousness. Sexism much? First of all, I don't think that dysmorphia is a joke. Uh, as As a therapist, I see this in my office, and I treat it not as a joke, uh, but at, with compassion and with empathy. I think that our society, unfortunately, the porn industry, all of that has an impact on men. We associate, uh, I think you brought it up, Stephen, uh, masculinity with size, and that's just wrong. Like, that's just unfortunate. If we equated women's femininity with just their breasts, for example. I mean, that would also not be cool. Uh, so clearly, we have a ways to go just in terms of education. And oftentimes, it's not knowing the information. The questions I get from the men are, what is the average size? Like, I think I'm too small because they haven't seen others or they only look at the ones in porn that are huge. That's why they're hired. There's no basis of comparison unless, like Benson says, in the gay community, you're, you know, you're seeing a bunch of them. So, or if you're in a locker room, you're not seeing an erect penis. So you have nothing to really to compare to. And so you, you're missing that information. And I think that it can start with that, you know, that anxiety because of uh, the influence of pornography, for, uh, for example. Um, this person has a question and I think maybe Josh might be able to answer it. I have a question regarding the penis opposite to the effect of an erection. If in a case of a terrifying moment, when you actually fear death, does your penis act like a turtle's head by sinking behind the exterior? I found myself in a potentially fatal car crash when I noticed I could not find my penis head until a half hour later when I finally felt it so i think there's something what what's happening to the body there josh as our coach and nutrition guy yeah so basically your body like you said is going into complete shock and i feel like there's a huge drain of like the adrenals everything you just like encountered literally like a a life-threatening situation Mm -hmm. so for sure everything that makes that blood flow happen there and like that all everything down there flow like that and be erect and even be aroused or anything that could stimulate it to be bigger than it is is gone is not right. there so if anything everything's going in to protect itself right that's blood right. all travels to the heart blood everything travels to the main that's why we get really hot it's right. trying to go into like self-protection that's the fear or the, 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 the fight or flight response Always, when exactly. faced with danger so of course there will be zero blood flow to that area yes. at that time and that may that to me that sounds like the most plausible explanation yes. for it uh, for sure uh so Let's just talk about pornography for a moment. This comes up off arguing to uh, the guys. Why your partner watches porn? So there's a a new study that looked at uh, people in committed relationships, and they actually found that they use porn as a substitute for affection, for releasing sexual tension, escaping loneliness, and creating what they call parasocial um, relationships. Like, so it served as a coping mechanism when people aren't getting the affection they need in their relationships. And I looked at that and I said, yeah, but the majority of people, guys anyway, watch porn. Does it have anything to do with their partners at all? Not really. No. Not, there's no. nothing for you. That's not no. an issue. 
I, I don't watch that much to begin with, but I mean, it's... Uh... But if you did or when you do, yeah. does it have anything to do with a lack of something from your partner? No. No, right. not for me. No. It's just a variety. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a change, a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. what yeah. it's used for. But some people do use it for other yeah. other reasons. Although releasing sexual tension when your partner is not available yeah. is a valid reason. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. I mean, I, I the relationship that I recently got out of, uh, he was a consultant and was frequently, you know, abroad, away, out of town, uh, you know, Porn was a useful substitute uh, in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that particular uh, situation when he was not around, when he wasn't in, in the city. I wonder if I, any of you have had a partner who was upset with your porn use or somehow took it uh, personally. Is I that feel like you were that... talking to Becky. <laughs> Stop. Don't mention your girlfriend's <laughs> name. <laughs> Why? Does she have issues with oh, it? <laughs> so it j- never, but it, j- it literally just came up. And I'm, I'm, I'm as real as it gets. So it's perfect. We get to talk about this. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be. So like, it came up from literally exactly what you're saying. And I, I, I'm actually someone who, like, I've always watched porn here and there. But I've realized that the more I connected with, like, again, really with my partner, if I was with a partner or, like, with whatever I was doing, whether it was just like sex or looking for whatever I was looking for romance at the time, it never really mattered to that point, you know? What didn't matter? The the, the porn use? For her like it, use? Like it didn't matter because like it wasn't a big thing and then it becomes Oh, it a wasn't point, a big thing because you were connecting come, with her. I feel like it comes to right. a thing with like, you, exactly, connection right. is lost, everything is dropped and then it's like a, uh-oh, like again, like the fight or flight thing, something's right. wrong here and you're watching. Whereas if like, if everything right. was good and I'm watching it and like you don't care because you're getting, everything's right. good, then right. it's not a problem. It's when there's lack of connection, there's like that fear. That's a very good point is when there's like a lack of sex or connection in the relationship and your partner says, yeah, but you never want to have sex with me, but I, I notice that you're always watching porn yeah. or you watch porn. 100%. What about me? So then there becomes this uh, sometimes a very confusing feeling as to, well, what is it? Is it me? Is it you? What, what's maybe. going on? I think huh? it's both. Well, there's, a lot there's of times a, it's like that because uh, like relationships mean it's like both, right? That's like the defining. That's why I'm not out seeing a whole bunch of girls. You're not seeing a whole bunch of guys is because like I'm trying to make it work with you. You're trying to make it work with me, right? Yeah, and and we're supposed to talk <laughs> about this. Exactly, we're supposed to so, be able to, exactly. to to have that kind of communication yeah. to understand. But porn is such a big issue that it it keeps <laughs> it comes up all the time, comes yeah. up all the time. Guys, we're just about to the end of our show. Um, Benson. Okay, if people want to follow you on uh, social media, where can they go? You can uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere at Benson H. Cook. You can also follow the podcast that I host at Unfiltered Gaze, U-N-F-I-L-T-R-D-G-A-Y-S. Cool. Uh, Stephen Droulis. Normally slicing and dicing at Resto Vivaldi <laughs> on social media platforms, right. uh, Facebook, Instagram. If you and, if you go to the restaurant, just ask for him because he's in the back, in the yeah. kitchen. I'm right? pretty easy to spot. I'm the big guy at the end of the line. So, <laughs> yeah. And Josh Goldman. I know people can find you every day in one place. 360 Punch. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at 360 Punch. And just a, a side note. You can find me there <laughs> pretty much every morning, uh, boxing away. Personal so. plug at Budwell Body. That's yes, you that's your. Personally. That's with your nutrition and everything, your fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, everything. You can right. find Laura on there too in the background of all these videos kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> yeah getting me to kick ass there uh thank you guys so much for uh being here i just want to make a couple of announcements first of all uh the um 
Kirkland, the city of Kirkland, is celebrating International Seniors Day on October 1st and the Journée de la Culture from September 27th to the 29th. And it's offering a bunch of activities and conferences. I'm telling you this because I will be giving one of the uh, conferences there. So to check it out, and you'll see I'm doing a a 50-plus senior sexuality love relationships, go to www.ville.kirkland.qc.ca and you'll get the whole list of things there and just a reminder we have put up the painting that Eric Waugh did live on our stage on our 20th anniversary party here our celebration it's up for auction now silent auction go to my uh, Facebook page Dr. Lori Batito so the public page you can uh, it's a silent auction right there so if you want to bid you bid on that page and you'll see where uh, where it's at this is a, a beautiful piece of art by a famous artist who does all kinds of famous people and he did this for us so uh, really excited and part of the proceeds are going to towards funding uh, our sex education the sexual health network of Quebec which supports sex education in public schools and the uh, it ends next Monday so hope uh, check it out check it out thank you all for spending your time with me thanks to our technical producer Chris you can connect with me on all social medias at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website drlori.com coming up next here on CJD you've got the CTV national news have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. Come on, just stop your feet. 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 Just dance.